This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello here and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online show. Taping a little bit later in the week than normal. I know probably a lot of our loyal downloaders are um, having withdrawal that they didn't get the show right away uh, when it goes live on Wednesdays. And uh, we're here Thursday night taping this show as, you know, we held back. There were some things going on and we wanted to make sure we could talk about everything going on uh, with with you, our loyal listeners here, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus. And guys, let's get right to the, you know, the roster news. I mean, it never, never stops for Nebraska football. And, you know, the kicker position was an adventure last year. It was a mess in all things, really, when you look at six different guys kicking extra points, field goals for the Huskers in, in 2019. Well, um, this week we learned that Barrett Pickering is going to go on medical scholarship. He had a hip flexor injury. Um, and then Matt Waldock, who they found from the club soccer team, who was working at a nearby Haymarket establishment, I believe as a waiter um, as well, um, was a guy they added to the roster as well. And he kicked four field goals and I think nine extra points uh, for the Huskers last year. Both those guys won't be back. Pickering, medical. Walduck, you know, is a guy that he said, I came to Nebraska just to be a uh, student and play club soccer and work at le- uh, work at a restaurant and enjoy college. And, you know, I just, this is not for me. I don't want to go through the, the thing. So, you know, your two most experienced p- kickers today on paper gone. Um, and, you know, that is a big deal. It was a big deal last year. And at least on the surface, it feels like a pretty big deal right now, Robin. Yeah, on the surface maybe, but in the grand scheme of things, I think the writing on the wall was this way for a while. Um, you know, even if Barrett was going to be here or not, uh, I think that he's a guy that um, obviously the end of his freshman year, you know, he turned a corner after a very rough start and uh, was kicking the ball really, really well. And so there was a lot of high hopes going in uh, to this past season, and obviously injuries kind of derailed that from the beginning and. You know, with kickers especially, there's a trust factor involved. You know, in such a high-pressure position, uh, you know, the coaching staff needs to know they can count on you. And I think that that kind of wavered a little bit, you know, maybe to no fault of, of anyone, but that was kind of the situation going in, which I think is a big reason why they brought in as much competition as they did this past offseason uh, to bolster that room. And obviously with Matt Waldock, you know, he was kind of an emergency situation to begin with. And, you know, for a guy that didn't want to – if your heart's not fully into football – I don't know if his was. Uh, that's a lot of extra stuff to commit yourself to on top of being a student. Yeah, it's one thing to get called off the streets and immediately join the team and right. get a kick. Then all of a sudden – Going through these Navy SEAL workouts. By the sudden, way, Matt, <laughs> I want you to meet our strength coach here. Yeah, here's a trash can you're going to be throwing up into every other day. So, yeah, so I, I understand that. And, and again, I think that this was going to be a wide-open competition, even if Barrett was still in the mix. So uh, it's crazy to think that your two most, I guess, quote-unquote productive kickers are now no longer in the equation. But I don't know how much that necessarily changed what the competition was going to be for 2020. Well, and they were – I think they were wanting something to happen here. They're, they expected some shakeup. But just by the way they went about recruiting kickers in, in this walk-on class that they just signed. I mean, you don't bring in a junior college All-American kicker and Chase Contreras from Iowa Western um, to have him be the backup. And, and he's already on campus. He's going through workouts. Uh, sounds like he, you know, sounds like he's uh, he's doing very, very well. And then, 
you know, they went to uh, to uh, Oklahoma to get Tyler Crawford, who's more of a kickoff specialist, but can also be a place kicker and punter. They and they're bringing in a, a, another punter, um, you know, out of IMG Academy. I mean, they are they're they brought in some some new bodies to kind of force the competition and, and increase depth. And so, I mean, it was pretty clear that I think they expected some guys to move on. Uh, maybe not this soon, but but I think it was inevitable. Well, and Dylan Jorgensen, as we know, went to the portal. He left um, kind of as Nebraska went on their adding walk-on kicker spree this this off season. Uh, he went elsewhere, and uh, Lane McCollum, you know, who who kicked uh, the winning field goal, a little nubber off the tee against Northwestern. Um, he is still on the team, but he's he's going to play outside linebacker, is my understanding. Now he's no longer kicking i mean he just stepped in well, he they, did, yeah he didn't want to be a kicker no. he kind of did so out of necessity he came here as to and be he was hurt back, he, right? kicked, yeah. he kicked hurt um that was the interesting thing last year that he battled a leg injury um so yeah it's been a roller coaster and you hope uh chase Contreras can be what they think he is or maybe maybe guys you look for you got two available spots to use maybe a grad transfer kicker becomes available maybe you find pat smith remember pat smith uh-huh. came in from western uh-huh. illinois um, got the legendary speeding ticket uh, crossing the the border into Nebraska, and, and the the guy said, "Oh yeah, you're the kicker recruit. I'm gonna let you go. Go to Nebraska." And then went on to have a great season um, and won won uh, the Penn State game for Nebraska. Kicked um, won the Gator Bowl, arguably for Nebraska. So if you can get a guy like Pat Smith, that'd be great too. Well, and Sean, we've talked about this before, but like the kicker position at Nebraska, the reason why. They had that run that they did is because they had athletes at that position. I mean, even like an Alex Henry, he was a star soccer player. And, you know, I mean, they had dudes that could do other things beyond just kicking a ball. And so I think that going beyond this, you know, uh, feeder kicker camp school route is maybe more in Nebraska's best interest where you get guys, I mean, that, that can, you know, have some athleticism at the position and, you know, kick in tough conditions where it's not, you know, sunny beach, California, that you're doing all your kicking. I think that that is an important part of being a kicker at a place like Nebraska, where you're beyond just being kind of this uh, groomed uh, kicker only type of player. Yeah, and I've talked to Chris Brown at length about that over the years. And he said, Sean, he goes, yeah, these kicking things are great, but you know, sometimes you're limited as an athlete. You want guys that you can make better with upside potential, athletic ability, and then kicking, you know, into a net, like you said, mm-hmm. in, in Las Vegas or, you know, at a nice sunny beach type setup, you know, that's one thing. But doing it in, in front of people with a rush. In November and, with 30-mile-an-hour winds in your face. I mean, you, you remember Pat Smith. I mean, that guy kicked that winner. Game at, winner at Penn State. At, and it was like a 45-yarder in overtime um, and you know that was he had to kick it twice, and he mm-hmm. made both. I mean, so yeah, it's it's not easy, Nate. Well, yeah, and and that's one part of the reason why I like the fact that they got a kicker and Chase Contreras, who's who's from I think Missouri Valley, Iowa. He played other sports too. Yeah, and he played other sports. Uh, Tyler Crawford is from Oklahoma. He's from Broken Arrow High School in Oklahoma, one of the top programs in the state. Uh, and he was telling me when he when he was talk, talking about his um, his touchback percentages, he goes, "Now keep in mind that's in Oklahoma, and a lot of those." Were, you know, I kicked into 30 mile an hour winds and, you know, um, and so he's dealt with the, the, uh, you know, the elements and everything before. And I, I like the fact that they kind of are getting back to that. Um, and he's a, he's an athlete too. He's played other positions. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely think there's something to that. Whereas Barrett Pickering, you know, he's from Alabama. He, I mean, he was kind of a camp circuit guy. Um, you know, and I don't know if he necessarily, 
was uh, anything other than a kicker ever in his life. He just kind of came up. He got a concussion on the one yeah. contact he was involved in, yeah. um, and that allowed him to take his medical – or allowed him to take the uh, four-game redshirt rule because the Wisconsin game, right, he got hit out of bounds. Yeah, got, yeah. and I, I kind of feel for the kid. I mean, you cannot – I mean, in your in your wildest dreams, you, could you ever, like, draw up a, a season quite like he, he had? Now, some of it was because of his own fault, but, I mean – I mean, it was just a comedy of errors all the way around as far as the entire kicking situation played out. Well, you look at the numbers for Pickering, just to give you an idea how much his numbers dropped. On, on Pro Football Focus, they track depth and hang time and all that. Um, his average kick distance in 18 was 61.2 yards. It went down to 52.6. Mm. So he lost nine yards off his kickoff depth. And some of that they wanted it higher maybe, but the average starting field position for him on kickoffs last year, or 19 or excuse me, 18 was 24-yard line. And 19, it was the 41.2-yard wow, line. Geez. So 17-yard distance um, difference. Terrible. And then uh, as far as hang time goes, his hang time went from 3.71 to 3.51. So he lost .2 off the hang time. And you talk about gunners and angles coming down the field. Point two is a humongous deal. And you, know, you, you go back and look at other guys that Nebraska's had. They've been in hang times of four. Um, so they were already rolling the dice with a 3-7 guy, and he went down to a 3-5 hang time last year. Um, so, yeah, he wasn't getting it done. And, you know, maybe he would have – I mean, more. I, I think we all agree, you know, he, the chances of him getting beat out were probably pretty high. Yeah, and so for all the lamenting that's been done about Nebraska's special teams and what they need to do to fix it and the analysts and all that stuff, generally having really good kickers and really good punters makes – every bit of those units significantly better. It's weird how that works, isn't it? <laughs> when you talk about the kicking game, having good kickers helps. All right, guys, we're about 10 days away from spring practice. We're going to come back. We're going to just give you a few spring football appetizers and things to chew on here next. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.